0: What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode, episode number 45 of that Respect the Combat Podcast. For those that don't know, my name is Donna's Key and I am one of your hosts and executive producer. In this episode, Trico and I actually discussed not only the King of the Ring and Queen's Crown tournaments, but also, and I'll say this right now, domestic abuse is nothing to sneeze at. I don't know where the UFC as an organization goes from here. Yes, I know they're trying to confine it and figure out like all the details, but man, one case leads to another and accusations get thrown around on a person's character. Content cre- Conduct creates character and who knows may hear a lot of that over the course of this but on a lighter note we do have a lot of and yes i did use ign before anybody asked a lot of gaming games released within sport the sports and esports community as well as the wrap up of water fury 3 which that fight was nuts but until then stay tuned and we'll see you guys in Just about three. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of that Respect the Combat podcast with your boys. For those that don't know or may have been living under a rock for the last year plus. My name is Mr. Donetsky. With me, as always, is my co-host with the most, Mr. Trico Fullerton. What's up, brother?
1: What's going on? What's going on?
0: Crazy, huh? Yeah. Like, I wanted to slap you when you sent me a couple text messages over, because I was exhausted. We'll get to what what day and when, but I was exhausted, and then you hit me with something I didn't want to believe. I'm like, wait, what? And we'll get to that after our initial break on what i was talking about but other than that recovered from the fight oh yeah well there was more than one over the weekend let's get to it shall we let's go i broke down this week a little bit differently than just mainstream highlights because there weren't honestly with this week being the off week of what this next month is going to be it was kind of meh when it comes to like what's going on this weekend you got with everything and I will go through a full breakdown at the end of this episode. But first, we're gonna talk about the king of the ring and queen's crown. And a lot of people are asking one thing are they a joke? Trico, hop in, say your piece, and keep it PG. Yeah,
1: I will I will keep it PG as possible. Uh, I say
0: you've dropped F bombs on this show nah, before, so keep it P- keep nah, PG. I, I
1: promise, but um I'm gonna uh, but I'm gonna explain my piece uh, and keep it as possible. I think this year is a joke as especially I feel like it's just to rush. You know what I'm saying? It's just rush. They don't, uh, acknowledge their, their wrestlers as they should be. It should have been more than than eight people. It should have been like at least 16 and kind of like let it flow until maybe had the finals at survivor series which that made sense uh, it will be like competition between raw and smackdown you had the raw side you had the smackdown side and then you had the finals together so i feel like that would have made sense but doing that at crown jewel like we all we all have our opinions about and so- move
0: on from that feel like it's more of a cash grab to say that oh we have more than today's talent on there rather than just legends which has been a critique in the past however to get to it Ooh, And our opinion, we all have, you could have used a lot more different talent to where your your brand semifinals were not so one-sided. And to be honest, and I would have waited to have the sides be what they are after the draft. After the draft takes effect, after Crown Jewel. Just because with a couple of the names left in it, say if Finn wins, that is a win. Not for SmackDown, that's a win for Raw. And same with somebody like Shayna. Yes, yeah, she's on Raw right now. That's a win for SmackDown. But oh, you could have done so much more and actually had the rosters and the sides mixed up the right way if you had it there. So let me just give you guys a bit of context of who's still in for the tournament for both of them. So, King of the Ring first team smackdown it was ray versus sammy which sammy zane won and sammy zane virtually can't go to uh saudi unless he wants to get squid gamed which if y'all have not played that or watched that just know sammy zane would be looking like an arne anderson victim i'm sorry <laughs> am i right trigger or am i wrong in saudi no,
1: he's, dead. he's not gonna win so
0: not even going to... He's not going to win because he can't go to
1: Saudi. Well, I'm just going to he's not winning regardless because I don't want to see Kings and Sammy regardless. I don't want to see it. I don't want to Would you see-
0: just, just be biased? I'm biased, Trico. Take your personal bias out because that is just hate right there, man. What you are, I'm telling you, dude. Because, yes, he's Syrian. And I forgot the nationality because it always throws me off because of Saudi. But the Saudis and the Syrians, uh, no. And unfortunately... With Sammy being Syrian, he can't go to Saudi unless, like I said, Squid Game happens, and it's an automatic red light on Sammy. Instead of having Ray move on and make it a little bit more unpredictable, especially with his son being that overzealous uh, child right now, could add that dynamic. But no, Sammy's winning. Won that. He's in the SmackDown final. Other side of the bracket, Finn Balor versus Cesaro. I wouldn't have cared either way because <laughs> I want them like to get more of a crack. However, with SmackDown, with the draft, Finn's on Raw now, and Cesaro staying on SmackDown. I personally would have rather somebody that would have stayed on SmackDown just to fill that out. Same with Ray, Somebody on SmackDown to fill that out, rather than, like, two guys that are going to Raw. And then for the Raw side of the King, King of the Ring, Kofi Kingston, Jinder... Gender's going to SmackDown. Kofi's going to SmackDown. Not too big an issue with the opening round of gender wanting that. And then Xavier Woods versus Ricochet. This entire side of the bracket would have been pushed to the SmackDown side. And you tweak the raw side a little bit. That's what should have happened. Granted, the one of the two that would have filled one of those raw spots, if you would have switched this bracket, would have resembled the letters if the initials of what he would have been known as. Would have been something not too pleasant, and would have caused a media firestorm for the WWE. So I'm glad he wasn't in it. Carrying cross, by the way, for just for context. If you had to think about what that would be in initials after he wins, if he were to win King of the Ring. Moving on.
1: If you ask, uh, Xavier should win because I that's been his uh, motivation to win King of the Ring and um so that's been one of
0: his like he said the title of king of the ring means more to me than winning the world title
1: yeah so uh and if he doesn't then i'm fine with Finn Balor winning because i if, if he wins then he'll transition from being pr- the prince to king right
0: well i kind of just wanted to get the dust of uh we off him personally but we'll see let's move on to say the queen's crown which man this tournament why are these matches the queen's crown opening round was over under 10 minutes Trico?
1: well uh, individually I,
0: uh don't look at don't look at your notes just say total no time total time
1: no uh individually uh most of them were like under three minutes one like a minute two I minutes
0: combined boy
1: I'm like what
0: before I give you full content well Trico just spoiled it without saying following along yes they were all over under they were under 10 minutes total for four matches heck they were barely over eight for four matches and yet you're we're supposed to take the women's vision series. Same issue as the um, King of the Ring with what the bracket ended up with women going from SmackDown that got drafted, representing SmackDown that got drafted to Raw and vice versa. Because Zelina versus Tony, Zelina actually won a match and Liv, Liv bur- versus Carmella. Liv got buried. Um, I would not use that philosophy, not with how short all these matches were, Trico. So you can move on from that.
1: Uh, I'm saying Tony, and Liv got buried because uh, we're not
0: going to talk about that because it Bianca got squashed worse, lasted less with Becky at SummerSlam. And also, look at this entire round. They all, nobody lasted more than three minutes. You can miss me on that B word right now as I'm talking about this. Zelina, Liv, and Carmella all are on Raw, Raw Superstars after the draft. However, they went through this on the SmackDown side of the bracket with Tony Storm, who did Tony Storm? Sound- Smackdown, or did she go to Raw?
1: You stay on Smackdown.
0: Oh, yeah, so she's the only one. And then shana's going to Smackdown. Natalia, I believe, is going to what? Smackdown or staying? Smackdown. Oh, so yeah. Shayna and Natty going to Smackdown. And I believe Dana's on Raw, right? And
1: yeah, Dana's on Raw. And New Drop is on Raw.
0: Oh, yeah. But still, I think everybody has their sentimental favorites that we all want Shayna and Woods to be the ones with the crowns do i and if mia's 20 dot the twenty dollars that one of her roommates keeps owing people one of her ex-roommates i should say because she moved in with her fiance but the twenty dollars that one of her ex-roommates keeps owing people has anything to say about it it'll probably be selena and carmella (laughs) but as a sick joke and what i think will happen with both tournaments it'll be gender and dewdrop which ew i'm not a fan of it but gender and dewdrop may be the uh ones to get those you know
1: i don't have a, I don't have a problem with uh with do drop i better have shana with him, but um gender uh i think
0: everybody I, because everybody follow, knows and wants what's the win so badly and here's the worst part because i feel like and this is even the sickest of all sick jokes king of the ring champion winner has not won a world championship after winning the crown since 2006 There has not been a babyface to win the King of the Ring tournament. And for those non-wrestling fans, a babyface is a good guy. But there has not been a babyface to win the King of the Ring since 2001. Brock was a heel before you try me.
1: No, he is a heel. He was a heel.
0: I'm talking about an 0-2.
1: Yeah, he was a heel.
0: I know. uh, Because, like, Heyman makes it so weird with his alliance. And Brock is the babyface right now, which is so weird. But back then, he was the heel, and yeah, no baby faces won it since 01. And what that baby face get for it a broken neck and a, ch- and a trophy busted over his head. So, oh, that's yeah, a jealousy. I mean, we got Captain Charisma out of it, like that. I see you title run was actually solid, that was based out of all that jealousy. Thank you, Christian. But yeah, and yeah. Edge, like what can I say? He may have got bat his head bashed in with a trophy and a chair, but and came off two life threatening neck surgeries, but edge is back in the Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah. But I want to touch on that you mentioned there's not there's not been a really importance of the King of Ring, like you mentioned back in to like to, uh, to oh, the don't oh don't six. T- yeah. Yeah, but no. Back in- they
0: stopped doing it yearly when Brock won it. Brock was the last yearly King of the Ring in 0-2. and then they didn't bring it back till All Hell King Booker in 0-6. Which uh,
1: I I did like the uh, King Booker's one. That, uh, that, uh, oh yeah, that, like that was- I
0: said, he was the last king to win a world title, like yeah. as king. Like yeah. Sheamus didn't do it as king. He had to wait for the League of Nations, and you look stupid. But yeah, but like and I was Barrett saying- was with injuries going to be in the IC title picture forever and ever and then yeah let's move on from uh the last person to beat roman but i do think they want to shed that perception and are probably getting pressure to come out of the king of the ring and queen's crown tournaments with something massive however i feel like the rosters could have easily helped that a lot more but speaking of helping out the rosters a lot more and the draft swerve and hit row did get caught up so what happened within the santos escobar and and things getting butchered speaking of call-ups smackdown in the draft and things getting butchered carmelo hayes is now your new nxt north american champion with and what i say the concept kind of got butchered and every which every which way the money in the bank concept and idea since Chris Jericho brought it in at WrestleMania 21. So 2005, if my math is right. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, oh 05. So from 2005, so the last 16 years, and it took them, took the wrestling industry probably about seven, eight year, not even 10 to screw up and destroy the concept of the money in the bank. And for those that don't know what a money in the bank match is, climb a ladder multi-man ladder match we've all seen them before and you climb the ladder and you get a briefcase inside the briefcase you gain a contract for an opportunity at your company's top prize in a world championship match whenever you want to whenever you want it so yeah Carmelo Hayes cashed in his breakout title title tournament win which essentially was going to get you a title opportunity anyway but they just came up with The most random way to say, oh, you get a title match? No, you get to cash this in and become breakout tournament winner. I'm like, makes obviously obviously no sense especially when we saw the inverse of that a few weeks ago with Big E, and then also impact did it with violent by design and AEW is about to do the same thing with adam hangman page any day now with him versus kenny so you see what i mean concepts are kind of low-balled right now i don't
1: know well with the nst well i feel like they changed the rules on that because um, oh yeah
0: they did change the rules and made it look like a money in the bank
1: yeah that's like the first time that's happened that's the first
0: time. oh yeah they changed the rules on that for sure last year because it was just you state the title you want and then regal makes the match and i think like it was just a random nxt it was almost as similar as something aw did with the original casino concept granted now they've turned it into a money in the bank another story for another time but yeah And yeah, before we hop into Saturday, we got to touch on now something that I'm sure you guys probably are tired of us talking about. So while Women of Wrestling have announced that, and it's on their IMDb, and if you have IMDb Pro, you're probably going to see this, Tessa Blanchard is now officially the casting the director aka the John Laurinaitis of wow women of wrestling and that in a way with all the accusations she's had thrown her way is not good imagine having Donald Trump in charge of hiring and firing people
1: oh god don't put Donald. don't
0: well I mean similar like mindsets I'm sorry Similar mindset, Strigo, to Tessa to the Donald. And that was the first person I could think of.
1: I feel like uh, this might hurt. Wow. It right
0: so- because there were... Um, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful literally said on... The Listener Girl with Denise Salcedo this week. There are multiple people within Lau from last season that was before the pandemic that told him a laundry list of just Tessa's mouth and laundry that she aired out. And a lot of them are fresh out of high school and yet they confided in Fightful to dime out Tessa. Yeah. So there's nothing you could even say. Confiding in the media to share their story about one of their competitors' locker room behavior. I don't think I need to say much more. But good news. Let's uh, hop into Saturday with everything now we'll hop into that before we get a break let's unfortunately i got more of a migraine and the ufc is at it again and if you heard the intro you guys probably heard the intro yeah get help and if you know somebody that's suffered or went through any domestic disputes or, or in an abusive relationship say something and if you know somebody that's going through anything involving mental health health issues like help them or help yourself to whatever and the reason i say that is because lightweight competitor Lee pena has been fired or released as a technical term I should say from his ufc contract over his two domestic dispute char- domestic abuse charges in the last six months which is nuts so what happened with john jones dana white said he's still waiting on the police report however john Jones has been indefinitely, temporarily and indefinitely suspended from Jackson Wink MMA, which is his longtime gym that he legit has trained with Greg Jackson since he's been in the UFC. Yeah, I don't even want to. I knew at some point I was going to have to shoehorn that in and touch on that. I didn't know where to put it, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know we're both speechless on that, but we got something to hype us, pep us up. And... This is something you need to hop in and I just need to, I'll just say matchups and you just give your prediction on who's going to the World Series out of the LCS, which is pretty much when this airs, it'll be in the... When this airs, it'll be final, but before we hop in and talk about it, we did record this before the Dodgers-Giants game five. So so Red Sox, Astros, ALC, ACLS. um ALCS, my bad.
1: I think the Astros might... My- move forward.
0: You got Houston going to the World Series? Yeah. All right. Giant, depending on who wins, and obviously you guys will know more on which prediction Trico has right, but I'm just going to say the games. That would happen. You tell me, you know, what happens against the Braves? Who makes it? Would I be working the world, having the opportunity to work the World Series if the Giants play the Braves?
1: Well, as far as the conference final, I think the Braves might face...
0: The NLCS, who you got? Who's going in between those? Like, I'm asking you who would. I think they, they, they um, might think face- by this time, the co- game five will ha- happen by the time we air this. So, saying who, pending on both matchups, speaking hypothetically, because mm-hmm. one is going to be definite, the other is just going to be up in there. Giant Sprays, who you got if that were to be the matchup?
1: I don't know. That's what I, uh, it could, I don't know who's going to win, but, but I think, um,
0: Dodgers, Braves, who you got? Like, you basically have to say which one of the three you got making it to the World Series. I can't say nothing because, bro, that's...
1: I want to say Braves, but it could be either other other way.
0: And it all depends on game game five. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm going to steer away from the sun and we'll talk the lighter half of last Saturday night and a bit of confusing half before we go into the meat and potatoes the last Saturday when we come back. But the lighter half with a pay-per-view I didn't think was going to be that newsworthy turned out to be very newsworthy. With the Knockouts Knockdown Impact Plus special, the one-night-only tournament basically set up for who's the next in line post Bound for Glory and the matchup between Deanna and Mickey. And if Deanna wins, this is the last hurdle per se that she has to beat to be the not longest knockouts champion of all time which would be so do you think diana and we'll touch more on this next week with bound for glory but overall diana would have to go through an, a mainstream legend and an indie legend do you think she can beat mercedes martinez and mickey james in back-to-back title matches
1: hmm well that depends
0: like i said do you think diana is going to come out and beat both or finish with a one-on-one or Owen and one Zero and one we could talk about that more next week because we touched on it a little bit with the fact we had to bring in uh, Glock Anderson a couple of weeks ago, but
1: uh, yeah. But like I said, it depends on how, how high they want to push Deanna.
0: I mean, do you really have anybody in the company in the knockout single division that you could see taking the title off diana right now uh they cannot do what they did with the we'll get to it in a second but yeah
1: well i'll say this if she beats mickey then i don't think nobody can nobody.
0: oh nobody you don't think anybody in that company can beat diana as she makes it past mickey We'll we'll touch more and i'll go into the back background next week because yeah. of that's one of the yeah. many yeah. things that are going on next weekend and then i've uh, also knockouts knocked down they've got announced the 2021 impact wrestling hall of famer hall of fame inductee the second ever knockouts champion only the second ever knockout slash african-american to make impact wrestling's hall of fame that woman being awesome kong crazy to think they've only inducted two african americans and two knockouts granted you would have to induct the beautiful people as the original trio but still the beautiful people odb and i would say
1: yeah hey thoughts on de- awesome
0: kong he deserves
1: it oh yeah she earned that
0: and have you calmed down now since the uh king of the ring and queen's crown i was
1: I wouldn't say I was just mad about it. No, I felt like. No, no, no.
0: Have you calmed down right now? Cause because yeah. I know I'm about to ramp you up right back up if I do, because it will be a powder keg if I don't calm you down. I'm cool on it. Just- All right. Well, the inspiration, the former, the inspiration, Jesse McKay and Cassie Lee, the former Peyton Royce and Billy Kay of the Iconics, have signed with Impact Wrestling and are bound for glory for the knockout SAG titles. Yep. So it's Cassie Lee and, and Jay McKay versus Rosemary and Rosemary and Jessica Havoc for the knockout SAG titles at Bound for Glory. See, that's very predictable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know we're talking about a lot of... Pre- predictable wrestling as of late but if you look at impact's website right now they don't really have too many tag teams that i could see taking the title. like in that division they don't have too many tag teams and i'm gonna just run down the list right now of who they actually use brandy lauren and kimberly under sue young's influence decay you've got the i'm scrolls So scrolling, Jordan and Rachel, you've got the influence with Madison Rain and Tennille Dashwood. Then you've got Rachel. Yeah, it would have been the influence. Yeah, that's pretty much it for the knockouts tag teams. So you kind of do need a freshen, freshening up because I believe they Decay have beaten the they beat the influence to get to the Bound for a match. Then they also, I believe, have beaten Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. Yeah, and then unless they do the Sue Young match, which nobody wants to see that because, bruh, why did you have? to make it and oh man like dark rome and the underworld stuff just ugh, gives me the makes it just weird i don't think i have anything to say we all know that's predictable it's going to be cassie and oh yeah i forgot uh tasha and savannah evans but with the way knockouts knockdown ended up and the showing that she put i could easily see tasha steals in 2022 beating not the one to take it off diana but the one that they put the rocket on after whoever takes it off diana we just have to find the right baby face to take it off diana could it be chelsea i'm thinking chelsea or alicia but chelsea is pretty much gcw heel but impact baby face so <laughs> we'll see and crazy though right trigo
1: yeah but i feel like it's very predictable was winning
0: yeah i kind of agree but impact didn't learn their lesson not to have homegrown stars that they actually nurtured nurtured and didn't learn because they have not had their world champ it's always good to have your world championship be on somebody that's a part of your company and not have it be on somebody else. New Japan learned that the hard way with Mox not being able to travel to Japan. Granted, he was under New Japan contract, but a foreigner not being able to travel back and forth to Japan or under contract do anything with the company because of his AEW contract. That IWGP US title was held up for the absolute longest and accelerated the partnership with New Japan and AEW just because of everything. And the impact were world title has not been on an impact star since april 25th so this episode is coming out on october 15th y'all do the math almost six months that title has not been on somebody within the company it will be six months depending on what happens at bound for glory it will be six months after we'll get to it next week but if christian retains it will be six months not in impact wrestling i'm confused but yeah you think that's uh cool with everything for saturday everything before we go to break was before i fell asleep <laughs> and I wanted to slap trico we'll get to the moment where i wanted to slap trico and i'll see you on five <laughs>
1: Uber Eats is known for having hot food online, but launching in April, groceries will be added within the app by adding grocery and convenience stores. They can reach more people who don't want to go out or don't have time to shop. Uber Eats helps out the stores by giving them more visibility and a solid customer base. You can download the Uber Eats app into your address and you will see numerous grocery stores and chains. For an added bonus, several stores have free delivery and discount codes on special items. Let's go shop.
0: And just like that, we are back. And man, a lot of heavy stuff that first half, huh? Yeah. Didn't mean to take it. Into just some of those topics of racism and uh domestic violence, but hey, the sports world can do that sometimes, man.
1: But before we get into that, there's one other. Uh, I thing. said domestic
0: violence, not.
1: No, nah, nah, we moved on from that. We're done with that. Oh, nah, yeah. No, this is an unexpected um, uh, uh, news that uh, we ain't put in those, but um have you heard The uh, the Rock's rap song? Have you heard The Rock?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. We're not going to touch on that. Yeah. Because legit, hey, they, I'd rather not get this uh, flagged for any copyright issues, <laughs> you know? So as I was saying, you watched it live. I watched it live on somewhat of a slight tape delay, but slight lag, but still got it in. Let's talk about Wilder Wilder Fury three, which the fight that put Tyson Fury up two, zero, and one on Deontay Wilder. Which I know we both said Deontay Wilder was taking it. I thought he was because I was unsure where Tyson's head was. And all Deontay Wilder's been thinking about for the last two years is Tyson Fury's head on a spike, whereas Fury's been becoming more of a businessman and a showman, which that man has some pipes and can start preaching. That's almost... he doesn't have
1: a contract. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and it only took five knockdowns throughout the entire fight. However, Deontay actually got scored two of them in the fourth. So we'll get to fight impressions in a minute. But Fury essentially weathered the storm after those two knockdowns. And drop Deontay for the knockout, and punch struck them seven rounds later in the eleventh for a TKO at the one ten mark in the eleventh round. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, it, it. I was thinking it was going to be Tyson Fury versus Alexander Yusk for the undisputed world for an undisputed world title fight. That ain't ha- ain't the first fight Alexander has to have, and if. Anthony Joshua wants back in and wants to crud on that and get back into the fight with Fury, he has to regain the title. What do you think's next for Deontay?
1: I don't know. Uh, but as far as the undisputed title match, like
0: that's not happening for a while because yeah. of Yusuke and Joshua too. That may yeah. not happen until like next fall if it does. Exactly. they didn't announce the date for that fight, Anthony Joshua said, I want next. Exactly. I'm getting my rematch. And the rematch got signed, but nobody set a date. Yeah. So Tyson, the Undisputed title match between whoever comes out of the Yusk Joshua 2 and the Fury is going to be crazy. And this could very well end up in a situation to where Use and Joshua have to become a trilogy. So the Undisputed World title fight could easily be a while before that happens. So yeah, but we all know it's only so many like mainstream and dominant boxers out there especially as heavyweights, I don't think anybody's on Tyson Fury's level. And he just showed that in that fight. Like his, ch- not his chin, because that forefront was scary, but his heart really, his heart and his mentality got tested and he prevailed in that fight. Deontay, his heart was tested and he wanted to keep fighting, but his body just collapsed after all them uppercuts. So, yeah, just on everything between you, Joshua, Fury, and um, Wilder, thoughts on those three before we get into the reason I almost wanted to slap you.
1: Well, was that the way you see what the what the net our future folds?
0: Oh, yeah. So, it's a lot of 2022 in the heavy, in boxing's heavyweight division, especially around the title scene. It's going to be a very interesting 2022 for that. We got a Canelo fight we're touching on over the course of this next month, but, yep, it happened. And the reason I thought Trico, I was drunk. I thought I was drunk, even though I was only and I literally all I have was a soda on my way home to keep me like some caffeine to keep me awake from after work. And I then I get a text saying Jake Paul versus Fury. I'm like, wait, what? But it's a uh, Jake Paul And Tommy Fury did sign the deal and the fight is going to happen. I just didn't get the notification until Saturday night after the fight, thanks to somebody.
1: Well, if you watched the post show, uh, like I did uh, and I was like, oh my god, what did Jake do this time to get this fight on? I was exhausted, man. Like, I just had got done with like a six to eight
0: plus hour shift like doing a wedding and and I was not about to do that. So, I'm just like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm ready to pass out
1: did the same thing too like uh i literally came over at uh, just in time when the main event because it was gonna start like in, in the midnight so.
0: yeah i thought it was start it started at midnight i thought it was the main event was starting at like one and then when I, i'm getting home and i'm hearing like the fight started now i'm like oh no oh no 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 no. but yeah let's hop into the gaming news more so a lot of ign news because there were a lot of th- but before we get to the IGN stuff, Squid Game is officially the number one and most watched Netflix show, period. It's the most watched. And with it being shown in over 111 million households, Roblox must be thanking... Ne- Roblox should be thanking Netflix for all that traffic. Like, their app developers owe a lot to Netflix for that.
1: I mean, uh, it's, it's a this is a very... Um honorable um uh recognition because um i think the the, uh, the korean nation uh, is getting a lot of recognition with squid games um parasite which one's best picture um and then you have other projects um uh, they they're getting a lot of recognitions yeah boy mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's nuts and then on top of that like, think about it. You don't have too many game like shows that get turned into Netflix series, like video games that get turned into web series that are actually good. And from what I've heard with Squid Game, I'm still a Disney Plus member. Sorry, but, but
1: to me, Squid Game is like, it's like Hunger Games, but different, in a different way. It's well,
0: considering the first game when you load it up is red light, green light, and they will start pulling Aaron Anderson out on you like, bah. Pop, 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 out of nowhere just removing moving two steps but let's move from a good game that wanted to drive kill people wants people to die to a game that will make everybody want to hurt wwe with the pan, wwe's pandemic releases force 2k to change their entire dlc pa- package for a WWE 2K22. That's part of the reason why the game is messed up and delayed as it is. Is the pandemic releases because their first DLC pack was supposed to feature mainly Bronson Reed, aka Jonah Rock. Yeah, 2K screwed up, right? Trico,
1: yeah. And um, if, what are you going to do now about the DLC? Like this, they're that they had to go back to the drawing board, like,
0: yeah, there? honestly. From what I heard and what I think they might do, which I would actually be fine for, is a similar DLC model to what UFC is doing. Just random updates, random character and DLC, random free character updates. So I'm down for that rather than like having this whole elaborate like story based around like DLC characters just come in, just do character updates like, consistently, and that's fine just to keep the game fresh because, heck, like, I couldn't look at – and this is a bad – somewhat a bad example because it's 2k20 but i can look at bailey and sasha as a tag team because it's like sasha is in her boss original boston hook connection year with or with her blueprint hair and i'm like that is two different gimmicks right there as a default and then bailey still is the hugger in the boston Hug connection and i'm like bruh she is so modified her look and so done with Sasha why did y'all do that y'all branded them before then and I guarantee you because Sasha's the most over woman on that roster sorry it's the truth but yeah let's end get back to the gaming before 2k makes me angry um do you want to I will touch on this hundred thieves acquisition slash partnership with high ground which is a gaming hardware company and essentially a hundred thieves did purchase a purchase like well of course hype up the esports and gaming community and that's a big acquisition because it's all about gaming soft like high ground is was a company that just started over the course of the pandemic like gaming accessories and equipment from the ground up is what they're really trying to build and do it properly and with 100t like really just buying them and Essentially, if we get an investor that just wants to see us succeed, but they're both acting independently, so you are not going to see a lot of 100T, which focuses a lot more on social media and clothing, as well as a lot of like random streaming content as streamers, whereas High Ground can focus a lot more on the hardware. So having one independent but help the other is so key. And I'll just go through this whole IGN lineup that they announced. For the month which somebody i want to say up until the fourth one that i say all this is like released right now but it's over the actually all of them are going to be released by the time i this episode airs my bad so obviously nickelodeon all-star brawl which we touched on last week and ign gave that a 7 out of 10 do not interrupt me this time trigo like you did last week the fifa 22 bad back for blood which i could easily see depending on how long line it is turn into something eSports, almost a uh, call oriented. Jackbox Party 8, obviously that's gonna get crazier. And then Demon Slayer, which I feel like that could easily turn into something eSports-esque at some point. But yeah, this has been... So which game... I know I got All-Star Brawl, but which game were you actually thinking about getting before the start of the month out of that list? Or were well, you just like... Oh yeah, and then Nintendo... And then here's the thing. Do you want another Nintendo Switch, Trico?
1: Alex, it's gonna be a upgrade.
0: Another upgrade for a console that you already have, that's probably just gonna be a graphical upgrade.
1: I would say, yeah, but like, is it really worth it?
0: Exactly, that's why I'm like, okay, you can get the Switch OLED, but I'm like, bruh, just stick with your um, regular Switch and call it a day, cause that's 350 you could use for something else, especially right now. Nintendo's just trying to get that money. Oh, what you got coming up, Trico?
1: But um, you forgot to mention um, for Fire Cry 6 in the game.
0: That is not esports oriented, dude. You but uh, but uh, know I know def- it's not esports oriented,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, because um, don't
0: that's- you dare, you know what this podcast is, don't you dare,
1: yeah. But um, but I, I got that game, I got the uh, Nintendo Bar, I got that game, uh, I recently just ordered, and um, I haven't played uh, FIFA 2 yet. Um, yeah,
0: I'm never been a big soccer guy, I'm sorry, guys. I, I wish I would have been thinking, about I got the beta for black back for blood i
1: but um, I'm waiting to play uh, Bad, Bad, Bad of Blood soon. I'm waiting to play that soon.
0: Yeah, that's going to be like a $70 game though, right?
1: That's it if, if you're buying from the PS5. PS5.
0: No, I think like just the base edition is like weird, but okay. And then, uh, yeah. And then there's a couple obviously we can't touch on right now. Coming out later in the month, but I just wanted to hit up what's either been released according to IGN's uh, little Rolodex and all that. And I will just, this week, maybe dead as of this weekend however i'm going to run through everything that we've got going on for the rest of the month including a crazy week that'll start actually on next wednesday we got the return of the nba the 2021 2022 nba season next wednesday kickoff then you've got the g1 climax 31 finals you've got the king of the ring and queen of the ring finals at the show that shall not be named next week then next week also caps off with bound for glory next saturday night then turn around 26 world series the 2021 world series and ends the 30th, right before Halloween, with UFC 267, wahovich versus Teixeira for the light heavyweight title on the 30th. Then you get to one night, I'm probably going to... Victoria, I need you. Just know, if you're listening to this, I need you on November for November 4th, because November 6th, we've got UFC 268, a rematch of Usman versus Covington 2. And then we got Canelo versus Caleb Plant, and those two are going to be nuts on November 6th. November, and then you turn around after losing an hour. Ooh, that's not going to... We'll gain an hour, which we'll need on that night, on the 6th, but we'll probably lose a lot of sleep going into full gear on the 13th for AEW, and then turn around for the 21st for the Survivor Series, right into Thanksgiving, which we'll talk on that one, Trico, without taping. Finally, to end the month, is CEO, the first weekend of December the 3rd through the 5th. Turn that around to UFC 2. 69 and our final our season finale for season two will be December 17th, 2021, with season three kicking off January, January 7th, with on the back heels of nights one and two of Wrestle Kingdom. Need I say more going in these next two months. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff planned. It's gonna be crazy. Oh man, I'm, we're not doing a watch party. I like me and Trico hated that idea. We could do a one night watch. Watch party, but not a multi night. That was just brutal.
1: Oh no, that's crazy. Uh uh-uh, uh, no.
0: We are not doing a Wrestle Kingdom one. That would be even worse. You think Mania was bad on us? Wrestle Kingdom is like two in the morning EST. Uh uh-uh. uh. But as, what you got going on, Trigo, other than what the... Oh, yeah, you already said
1: it. Oh, no, not yet. Um, what you got uh, going on? Well, well, for the upcoming uh, technology News Talk, uh, we're definitely going to be talking about uh, Halloween Kills. There's going to be a, a, a movie review on that. Um, we're going to be talking about the potential union strikes going to be happening on Monday if no deal has reached. Yeah. And then other stuff uh, uh, coming up is... The the, the re, DC Fender review. So and that's gonna be it's gonna be on Saturday, but. We're going to be doing a preview on that. So be on the lookout for that.
0: For me, this whole year-long dance challenge that I am going on for round two will be done in November, which will turn into a documentary. Then I have not much more other than just saying, hey, don't forget official RTC podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget, follow, find us wherever you can listen to any, any and all audio podcasts. Till then, two fingers, much love y'all.